Hey everyone, Adam from the future here, just letting you all know uh, there are some teensy tiny audio quirks in this episode. I, my mic was fucking up a whole bunch, and in the end, I am just a lot quieter than Meg for most of the episode, and then at random moments, I am much, much louder than Meg. Um, so I'm sorry about that. I'm letting you know here so you can prepare for it best you can. Um, and if you have a problem for it, once again, you can feel free to send me a tweet or a text that just says, fuck you. So, um, yeah, let me know with that fuck you text. And, uh, without further ado, here's the episode. I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Uh, hey, 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 guys. Hey, everybody. Hello. <laughs> hey, hi. Uh, thanks for, thanks for listening to this piece of content right here. We appreciate it. I think we're both a little bit frazzled because we just received some big news and it's been a, quite an emotional day so far. Yeah, mere, mere hours ago, uh, Joseph R. Biden, uh, is going to be the next president and it's just... I'm, what was LA like when they announced the news? Where did people? Because I heard like honking and like people going woo immediately. I was just walking down a random street in Brooklyn. Uh, so I mean, it was like right after eight a.m. here, and they I, honestly, I just heard helicopters fly over. But when I went out for a walk to glean like how people were reacting, it was pretty sleepy. There wasn't anything big, and the most I saw was. Uh, some woman was like shouting on her phone and talking about like how mad she was at the country. So I was like, oh, okay. No, no. Yeah. uh, Your area actually could, I could see being maybe the Trump, a Trumpy area of LA. Yes and no. It's a weird mix, especially in the Marina. There's a lot of like Trump flags on the boats, but there's also a lot of Biden flags. And, uh, so I think think flags for people are stupid. That's fair. I agree with that. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was. It's wild. It, it was definitely, uh, I'll, re- I'll remember where I was sort of day. Sorry if this has nothing to do with Breaking Bad, but kind of want to just have this down in yeah. the ether somewhere. You know, it's uh, this has also stood as like kind of just a daily or a weekly like diary entry as to the state of our nation in 2020 yeah. uh, and how everything has gone since, you know, basically February when this started. Yeah. And... Uh, Oh boy. Well, it says a very 2020 line of dialogue in this episode, <laughs> which we'll get to. Don't worry. Hey, everyone. Uh, Adam from the future here. We actually forgot to reference that scene when we got to it. Uh, so the scene I'm talking about is when Victor is making meth. Walt says, for the record, we should all be wearing masks, which we thought was funny because that's something people say now when we're not in a meth lab. Moral of the story, the world's a giant meth lab now. We wanted to talk about it, but we forgot to. Back to you, past Meg and Adam. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I was walking, um, I was FaceTiming my dad just to shoot the shit, and then I, uh, the news alert came through, and I was like, whoa, shit, CNN just called for Biden, and then I just started hearing, honk, 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 woo! <laughs> and uh, I was walking down this, across the street, and this old lady was like, I, what are they yelling about? And I went, uh, they called it! And she goes, for Biden? And I'm like, yeah! And, I mean, I didn't, well, ask her if that was good news for her, but she seemed relieved. <laughs> uh, she seemed, yeah, to like that. I feel like in your city, that's probably a pretty safe assumption, right? Yeah. Well, and then every every corner I walked to was like a spontaneous New Year's Eve party, and <laughs> it was wonderful. And like, I fucking bagpipes everywhere, and <laughs> it was just, uh, yeah. I just saw a, some article where they the, comparing some of the footage to the end of the third Star Wars. Oh, I've which, I've heard that. Yeah, people saying mad yub nub vibes out there today. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but me and Meg have this schedule, so we're like, let's go Try, let's talk about through. some ten year old television because we gotta. <laughs> I mean, we gotta. You just gotta. We gotta do it. We got. And then we were nervous also because we were like, should we release an episode after election? And we ended up doing it. <laughs> an episode that none of you listen to which is fine i uh, yeah i like yeah. couldn't fucking bring myself to make the meme this week because i was just so like uh, like my brain wouldn't yeah. focus on anything else it's good we're recording today and not yesterday is that's oh god yeah yeah uh yeah it was 
we were like talking like, oh, well, should we record an intro in case Trump wins just to address it? But it, I was not expecting to be in just such a weird holding pattern when the episode was supposed to come out. So I was like, fuck, I, all right, let's throw it out there. Yeah. No, yeah. no one's won. I mean, I think, I think that it's okay to expect for right now, limited listenership, uh, people might not be keeping up with their daily, their daily podcasts or anything else for that matter for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, before that, it was like 10, tens of millions of downloads per episode, which sure. is crazy. But yeah, this was just fives of millions. Oh, yeah. 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 That and was... that was frustrating. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just watched, and this is also the Breaking Backwards season two finale. <laughs> is it really? So big, well. big episode. Did you not realize we were watching the season four premiere? I think I, I think I did. I think I, yeah, we, we didn't really talk about it that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so big episode, lots going on. Yes. We watched Box Cutter. We did watch Box Cutter. Uh, I personally love this episode. I think it's great. I, uh, well, I love this episode because, well, if we put on our coats, we can get into one thing I loved about this episode right off the bat. Yeah. Dive in. Oh my God. Uh, this is me like seeing Gail just being a goddamn dweeb in his element. Like I couldn't contain my affection for this man anymore and i've like uh probably inappropriately directed all of my affections recently at steve kronacki uh on msnbc the world has yeah well he's pretty perfect but uh unfortunately for... i didn't watch a single bit of kornacki because i don't have um is he on msnbc yeah all the i think he was featured on all the nbcs you know well i'm not on nbc news i had to watch fucking chuck todd run around that map <laughs> on mine which was a bummer um well kornacki is, uh, I think, the reason why he resonated. Like, I w- on, s- on Wednesday, I was like, oh, oh boy, this is a, a dorky man, ages 30 to 45. I uh, This is my kryptonite. But I found out pretty quickly that uh, I was barking up the wrong tree. But I still can appreciate a fine man. Uh, is he, uh, is he a, uh, a gay man? He is. Oh, okay. I think I knew that. Uh, I didn't, and I don't think Leslie Jones does, or most of America, <laughs> but every time he gets informed that, uh, it was, was very tangential, but every time he gets informed that, you know, another celebrity has announced their undying love for this goddamn dork, he's like, like this, but, um, <laughs> anyhow, so, uh, this, this, Kornacki is a dweeb, uh, this, this guy, Gail Bedeker, he is also just a fucking goon, such a dweeb, the type of man that I keep, like, it's just, it's a siren song to me. I have to get close to them. Yeah, uh, for those who don't remember, yeah, this episode opens up with that, um, it's a, we, we later find out to be a flashback of Gail setting up the lab, which is a coincidence because if you could make Meg the perfect man in a lab, <laughs> this would be it. This would be it. A paunchy, middle-aged dork. Uh... Anyhow. He's a big goober about it. He's super excited about the equipment. And he's like, the big point of the scene is that uh, Gus shows him Walt's meth. And he's like, this is pretty good. We should hire this guy. Yeah. And, and it's to his detriment because they later end up fucking killing him. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah. Hoisted by your own petard is the term there, I believe. And we're sorry that you were, Gail. I'm also like mm-hmm. a little bit mad at Vince Gilligan for making up a perfect human. Uh, like, and, and, and then killing him and like, I, there shouldn't be such a good match for me out there and have them be fake. It's just not fair. It's interesting for me watching this when I'm watching it, because I believe it's in some of our earlier episodes there, we were talking about when I was rewatching the wire and in the fifth season of the wire, Gail plays the editor of the Baltimore sun Mm. and, uh, is like a smug kind of jerk. Really? Yeah. It's weird watching him. Because I've seen him in different stuff where he's like a dork like this, but that's the first time I'd seen him like as like a, put it on the front page. And then like, <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> he's also, I think, in Billions Above or Succession pol- or some shit like that. Oh, yes. I think so. He's in, so he plays like a rich guy. So he probably is smug there too, but what do I know? Uh, yeah. Um. So for this episode, I think it's probably best not to go scene to scene. We should do... Either the stuff in the lab and then the stuff outside the lab or vice versa. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do the stuff outside the lab. No, let's do the stuff in the lab because I like the stuff outside the lab better. So let's do the okay. stuff in the lab. Stuff in the lab, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come. Uh, yeah. So after the cold opens over, uh, we hear blam and Jesse's at Gail's door. He has just shot him. 
Yes, and uh, he runs away, and then you kind of hear the 911 call of, like, reporting the crime to the police. Uh, you see that, like, obviously Gail wasn't even expecting visitors because, like, he had the kettle going and everything. It seems mm-hmm. like he was just, like, in the middle of his day and surprised by something. And then I think a guy comes in. So there, there there's people in the hallway that's like, we just heard this. he's dead or whatever and then Mm -hmm. in comes a character I've only just seen in this episode I think they called him Victor Victor stomps around and is like this is bad and then uh, finds Jesse in his car freaking out Uh, how soon did you were you like that's Victor like right away or were you just like who's this guy I didn't know the name Victor before this but I did know that Mike had a guy and I figured that was oh, the yeah. guy because he also had a picture of him that they hit handed to APD had a picture of him that they handed to oh, right. um, what's his nuts Hank. And so I definitely knew there was going to be someone around like they never would just be like, there was a random man and we don't address it ever. You know, Do you remember there was an episode in season five where uh, they were arguing about the it was Mike, Jesse, and Walt arguing about who gets what share of the money. And the episode ends with a little monologue from Walt uh, saying, just been thinking about Victor. Flew too close to the sun. Got his throat cut. And it kind of foreshadows him killing Mike. Do you remember that at all? I think, I, I don't, I guess I forgot that he said the name Victor, but I do remember him yeah. making the, uh, what he... There's, there's no reason for you to have remembered it yet. Yeah. But I've just... That's wild, because I guess the only reason he got his throat slit was probably, well, we can get into it later, but just because he got mm-hmm. saw, right? Uh, yeah, either that, uh, there's, it's kind of, they never directly say, he's never like, here's why I killed him. Um, <laughs> there's kind of a lot of reasons. There's that, there's to send a message to these two, like, you, I fucking need you, but look what I do to people I don't need. Yeah. Um, there was maybe, he st- stepped out of line trying to cook, because that's not his job. You don't do what's not your job around Gus. What is it? Uh, I I know it's not Sisyphus, and I know I use this line a lot, but I for some reason the name escapes me. What is the Greek Greek myth? Icarus. Icarus. Thank you. It's yeah. Icarus. Flew, yes. Uh, yes. 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 Flew too close to the sun. Mm-hmm. Melted his wings. Learned about him on an episode of The Cosby Show. Did you really? Yeah, Theo studying him, and uh, that's literally just the first time that word entered my ear holes. Icarus. That's so funny mm-hmm. to be able to yeah. place it. So anyhow. Victor comes in, he sees the dead body, he's like, oh no, and then he goes, he runs over, finds Jesse having like a panic attack in his car, and with a gun to Jesse's head, forces him to drive to the lab, where Mike already has Walt at gunpoint, essentially, and is just kind of staring at him. Yeah, and then that's, the lab stuff's just kind of like a bottle episode. It's good, (laughs) good stuff, good tense stuff. It's like a one-act play. Yes. Uh, they, Victor just basically tells Mike, hey, they killed Gail. What are we going to do? And then they all act all like, but, mad. Yeah, Mike is like, did you get seen? And he's like, yeah, but who cares? I'm just another looky-loo. Um, yeah. I guess. Which I kind of get. I, his perspective. But I, the second yeah. he saw said he got saw, I mean, I knew he was going to get killed this episode. But for me, that's why I thought Gus killed him. Uh, I'd say, I wish, I, I would have lied. I didn't like, get yeah, seed at all. Yeah, no one saw me. But then I feel like he knew he he knew he'd get killed then, if he got caught it'd, lying. It'd be like I uh, I was wearing a Batman cape, so everyone thinks I'm a Batman. Yeah, I had a cowl on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then the the next shit. Uh, yeah, I think they don't go back to they go cut away from the lab for a while. Um, but they like yeah. Oh, go on, sorry. No, I mean, it feels like it was just, yeah, they were just in holding while Skylar did some running around, and it really only came back when he was like, when, uh, he was like, let's talk about Gail, or no. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, there's a lot of awkward Walt trying to talk, and no one wants to talk yeah. in this episode. I feel like we're flying. Right we've all through. been there. <laughs> I try to make conversation a lot with people, and it always falls flat. So I found this mm-hmm. relatable, at least. But yeah, yeah. You, you, we've all been in a circle of people. We want to be friends. We're like, let's talk about the Knicks. And no one else wants to talk about the New York Knicks. So true. But yeah, but you spent all last night on the Knicks Wikipedia page because you're not actually a fan. You just assume that's what people like to talk about at parties. 
woefully miscalculated, but that's all the ammo you have in the chamber. So <laughs> here's here's the hand you've been dealt. Let's go. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and you're the, and then you're the Knicks guy at that party. That we've all been there. That's universal. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing we can all relate to for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, how does he? How does it come back? Because before Gus comes in. Victor's like, let me show you what these two ding-dongs can do. I can do it. I've been paying attention. Yeah, I think that's really it, is that they come back and uh, Walt's like, all right, I'll just say it. We should probably start cooking because Gus isn't here yet. Uh, he 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 loves making money off meth. That's the one <laughs> thing we know about him. So maybe that'll soften the blow. And then Victor starts cooking. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, oh, God, sorry. And uh, the entire time, Walt's like, this motherfucker thinks he knows what he's doing, but he doesn't mm-hmm. know what he's doing because he's going to forget this, that, or the other thing. And sure enough, Victor does not forget those things, so Walt was wrong. I didn't know there was a bunch of aluminum in meth. We've seen him pour out that thing of shredded up aluminum before. Oh, though. right. We have seen that. It makes me want to do meth less. To know that there's, like, shredded metal in it? Yeah. Before, <laughs> I thought, fine, but now, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I wouldn't try meth, but it doesn't help to know that there's a bunch of metal in it, you know? Um, yeah. <sighs> but regardless, there's, Jesse does not have a single line of dialogue, I believe. And neither does Mike, except for the very beginning when Victor tells him, hey, he's dead. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of fun. Uh, they gotta, that was good for the actors for uh, filming this. They kind of just got to sit on a stool for probably a week. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be simultaneously, like, act scared, act confused, act, you know, weirded out, uh, but don't say anything. And I guess, you know, acting is reacting. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's just, you know, that's just being, baby. They're just in their element, you know, being actors. Yeah. Both Victor and Gus, when they were doing, Victor, when he was starting to set up the meth lab, and then Gus, when he was, like, putting on his little outfit, those, those, felt like acting class exercise where they'd be like, all right, just get ready for your morning and <laughs> we're all going to watch and just, uh, oh, oh, he's brushing his teeth. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 now he's always oh, throwing water in his face. Uh, that was very, felt very improv class, Meg, <laughs> when they were doing those things. I didn't, I haven't ever really done many acting classes as an adult woman, so I don't know mm-hmm. exactly what that's like, but I do remember when it like they'd have you do the exercises like unload the dishwasher and just do, you know, <laughs> that type of shit. And yeah. it'd be like, OK, and then they give you notes on like how you did. And I'm like, well, I do it this way. <laughs> what do you want from me? Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, then uh, Victor's cooking and Walt's like, I bet he fucks up and he doesn't fuck up. And then Cus walks in and Victor has just the face of a happy puppy dog. It's like, oh, good. These uh, boys are going to get in such such big trouble. And look at me helping out. I'm the best. Now, interesting, because the we have talked on this podcast about how, hey, Meg, coming up, there's a very violent scene, and I'll, I'm going to warn it. Uh, this was that scene. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting watching this live when it was out was when it came back to commercial onto this scene, I'd never seen it before, but they had a little like card that said, this program contains scenes of like extreme violence, uh, viewer discretion advice. And I just remember going, huh, that must be a new thing they're doing this season. <laughs> and then that happened. And then they never played it again for the rest of the, the show. So you just knew that that was the worst scene that they could that in the series. I, yeah. I knew in this 10 minutes, there's going to be something that I've never seen on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, then Gus does his improv exercise where he puts on or takes off his clothes, puts on and some more clothes. Um, and Walt has to do some very sweaty acting while doing so. Yes. You know, we talk a lot about Gus's body, and this was a time where we talked about Gus's body a little bit here. We sure did, Meg. <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and then we, uh, yeah, we did get a lot of, we saw Walt kind of de- devolve from, like, just talking too much and just being a guy who's talking too much to, like, panically talking too mm-hmm. much as like Gus kind of circled them a little bit. Uh, yeah. It, the, I made the comment that it looks like Gus worked in a haunted house because he was kind of, if he knew Gus knew, Hey, I'm going to go cut Victor's throat, but he did a little circle around the boys. Yeah. And 
That just reminded me of like when you go to a haunted house and you walk through and some actor like comes out with a knife and is like, <laughs> but doesn't actually do anything because yeah. they can't. So you think that Gus knew going into that basement that he was going to kill Victor. It wasn't a spur of the moment thing. I think on the drive over, he was going over the blocking in his head. Really? Yeah. So he just knew uh, for sure that there was no other way around it. He had to kill Victor. I, I think he did. And then he's like, but I want to send a message. So I'm going to do this little dance around Walt and Jesse. Yeah. Uh, oh, and we forgot. Yeah, we did. We, we mentioned we talked about Gus's body. But if you're wondering, the reason is Gus has a little bit of a belly when he has a T-shirt on. I think it's very fun. he's got I've seen like grown men with this type of I think it's just like the way his frame is. I don't think because he has like a good jawline. His face is pretty thin. I don't think he's like obese. I think he just has like no, God, no, yeah. a barrel chested body like i always think of them like grasshopper people because i've seen like men who just have like that big torso uh yeah when he's in a suit he looks very trim and handsome but when he gets a little t-shirt on yeah he's just got that barrel chest yeah Yeah, it's it's bizarre i think matthew broderick has that too but is a shorter less felt version um and also matthew broderick isn't in great shape or anything so he was a bad example let's not talk about him is he still married to sarah jessica parker i imagine yeah that's, yeah, that's cool. Relevant, because Sex and the City sounds like it might be the next show Megan and I do. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I was just looking at how many episodes, and I, uh, it's a good amount. I mean, there's like it, a bunch, right? Or no? Well, there's 90, but they're like only 30 minutes each, so we could we could dick around with maybe doing two. Yeah, that's two true. Each. But you also but, had it in your head that you wanted to do The Americans or or something else. I, I wasn't, Or Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I haven't watched, obviously, haven't watched any of that shit, so. Yeah. Yeah. All good choices. Uh, all things that might happen in the future. Uh, decision 2021. Late 2021. Um, anyway, uh, then Gus uh, cuts Victor's throat. Yeah, May, and it's, how much of this did you watch? I, you know, the, I didn't close my eyes, but I knew what was about to happen, like the whole time, and so yeah. I, I kind of positioned my forearm like this so I could see that Gus his arm was moving across his throat and I could see the blood splattering everywhere. I just couldn't see the actual, like, you know, line in his flesh that he caused. And it took a yeah. while to chop through that fucking throat too. That was wild. It's how long it took. Well, he, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much you saw, but he actually, he just does like one little nick of the artery and then just holds him. And he oh. keeps, he holds his head like in a, such a way that the wound stays open. And that's why uh. Uh, it was taking so long. Cause he wanted it to bleed out. Cause Victor naturally is like doing like, yeah. Doing that. Wow. Um, and that, yeah, yes. pretty sadistic. So like in, there was, in Sabrina, there was an episode where a character, <laughs> Sabrina. Le- love it. let me t- explain, uh, they, <laughs> they slit a lot of throats in Sabrina and in one <laughs> in particular, they slit a throat of somebody, uh, a, a character slits their own throat and all okay. of her blood just, just like, <laughs> and it just is like a torrential tidal weight of blood. But for some reason, the way they do it, maybe the blood is different and maybe nobody's like sadistically holding someone's neck back to try to mm-hmm. you know i don't know it just seemed like it's less uh it's less realistic for sure mm-hmm. um so i don't know i i just have a hard time with any type of realistic violence any violence that happens yeah. out of nowhere i just i'm like i don't like it um yeah no i get you that's why i warned you about it well thank you for um, having my back but uh yeah, i did no i did get through the scene i didn't like look away or anything Nice. Congrats, Meg. Everyone say congratulations to Meg Texter this week. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well, then in, I think, dead silence, he, Gus just gets ready again. He does the reverse of what he did earlier. Yeah, he washes his face and his hands. He he strips off his boots and his schmock and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And this, I, yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, this might be just a shorter episode of the podcast just because... Like, so much of this episode is mood. Yeah, it truly is. And honestly, it was only a, I feel like, only a 42-minute long episode. And I feel like that is a little bit shorter than it usually is. But maybe Was I'm it only 42? I thought so. Uh, maybe I'm totally wrong. I, I can always be totally wrong. That's a common thing for Running time. Me. I'm not going to say the running time because I don't want to owe actually you. So it's not 42 minutes? Well, we're not going to, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, maybe I just saw the, the countdown at the wrong time and got confused. It doesn't, it, whatever. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter what the runtime was. It felt like a shorter episode of the show because, it felt short. you know, and like. that's all that matters. Yeah, that is all that matters. Uh, mm-hmm. But 
that all being said, uh, we see Gus just say, like, he gets undressed, he gets redressed, he looks presentable again, he gets his shoes back on, he walks up to the gangplank or whatever you want to call that. <laughs> and what do you call that? Like It's a gangplank. Yes. I just love it. It's a fun term. <laughs> Any, uh, question, yeah. question for you. Mm. You've been kind of... Like, a little hotsy-totsy for Gus this whole season. Yeah. Uh, has now, do you think, like, a little bit, like, oh, maybe this man isn't that great? Uh, well, so, I mean, ever since I saw Gail, I really haven't been able to think anyone else is sexy. Because what are you supposed true. to do when you see, like, your twin flame? But, uh, That's true. you know... It doesn't seem like Gus does stuff. I won't say that I approve of what he did, but it doesn't seem like Gus does things that are completely unprovoked and not calculated. He doesn't seem to do anything impulsively. Um, I agree with that. So, while I I find it terrifying that he sadistically murdered this employee who was like, oh, I just need to find a way to save this situation and show him that I can because uh, that was the other thing he was like I can Victor was like I can do everything these guys do you don't need mm-hmm. them anymore just fucking kill them um, obviously I knew that wasn't going to be the case but it. I don't think he would have killed Victor had he saw any other way around it maybe I'm yeah. wrong uh, so I'd have to see what else happens because like like what was leading like the next episode or the next few episodes. Cause I know they really butted heads recently. Uh, Cause he wants to fucking kill Jesse and Walt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. It, it, and yeah, most importantly wants to kill Jesse. Cause from the beginning of this season, we saw Jesse and Gus are, are kind of tight. Uh, yeah. Later on. Yeah. Uh, Jesse and Mike, especially. Very true. And it just, and one thing that was kind of interesting, it was clearly surprised Mike when, uh, he cut the throat. Maybe you didn't see this, but Mike pointed his gun at Gus as like a reaction, just like "Whoa!" Oh, really? Yeah, um, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I always thought that. I always find that interesting. That there's that I don't moment. Why I find that interesting. I guess I'm just a like super thoughtful guy. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's a thing to find interesting, right? Because <laughs> you know, it shows that there's a part of Mike that is not just loyal to his employer. Which is, mm-hmm. well, I mean, ultimately it is, but, but like his knee-jerk reaction was to have his guys back in a way. In oh, a way. Oh, one thing I noticed this ep- time watching it, I never noticed before, uh, when there's like five minutes of just Walt talking, but Gus doing stuff. Yeah. Um, and during that, I never noticed this. Uh, framed above Walt's head, it said, warning, corrosive. Mm. Uh, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> I, that was really neat. You know, there is another shot like that, which was not so subtle that they had that we'll get to in a second, where uh, oh, the barrel with the where they actually where they were squeezing, squeegeeing, and mopping up the blood in a circle. And yeah. then okay, so so we'll get to it in a second. But oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, well, actually, next in the lab is them just a little bit of a farce of them trying to get the body into a barrel and Mike not helping. And then Mike ultimately being like, sure, I'll help. Uh, I guess. All right. Uh, And then they they do the acid and Mike's like, are you sure this works? And they're like, um, (laughs) it works. Yeah, that barrel was, that was some putrid shit to see right there. That was insane. (laughs) Uh, Just to see a barrel that was filled with, uh, you know, diluted blood and I guess like whatever you consider carrion maybe i'm not sure but Mm -hmm. just whatever doesn't get immediately dissolved by that acid uh pretty Mm -hmm. pretty effed up and then um then we find that uh they have to get the blood of this guy gone so we have jesse squeegeeing and then uh walt is mopping which i even said to you like what does this accomplish (laughs) they have this blood-soaked mop just pushing around more blood doesn't seem to be doing much but as he's like squirreling around the blood with the mop, it then cuts directly to Jesse and Walt mm-hmm. in a Denny's, and uh, some one is at the counter fucking around with the uh, ketchup, and it was just like, a, how could anybody eat at this moment? I can't believe they're about to eat. You know, it's a wonderful juxtaposition. It is a wonderful editing by I assume Kelly Dixon. I have not looked. Um, I don't care. Skip McDonald edited it. Thanks, Skip. <laughs> Good cut. 
Well, it probably <laughs> would have been in the actual directions, uh, oh, like okay, a transition true. like that. That would have been. It was written by Vince Gilligan. Thanks, Vince. <laughs> Good stage directions, Vince. <laughs> uh, he directed it too, I think. Did Vince direct this? All right, no, it was directed by Adam Bernstein. Thanks, Adam. All right, Adam. Good job. Yay, Adam. Um, okay, and then, I think, yeah, the final scene with them is them just kind of, they they got new clothes, clearly at a truck stop. They were in Kenny Rogers t-shirts, which is funny. Yeah, and, white pants and Kenny uh, Rogers t-shirts. And, Ch- and red Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Um, and Jesse eats a full Grand Slam, which I love. I never noticed that this was... Also at a Denny's and, poss- and most likely the same Denny's Waltz at later. Ugh, excuse me. I don't know why. I'm, I guess I'm just so pumped I got tired. Uh, yes, it is. It is at a Denny's. They must have a ongoing deal with Denny's. I don't really know what to yeah. say. Pretty cool. Yeah. Good job, Denny's. I just don't what, know uh, what's wrong with Jesse being able to actually fucking eat right after that. I wouldn't be able to eat for a while. When I get hungry, I get hungry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, you don't think your appetite would be, you know, after cleaning up a bunch of blood and shit, you don't think you'd have a problem? Meg, if I found a way to curb my appetite, uh, we'd be doing it because <laughs> my appetite doesn't go away. That's true. My Me neither. Yeah, Unless I'm I nervous am, about something. I am always thinking about what are we going to eat? What are we going to eat next? What's coming next? Did you ever do this as a kid where... Like I would, I would do this. Maybe you did too. Where my mom, I would sit down at the beginning of the week, like in the middle of dinner, and be like, "So what are we having tomorrow?" And she'd be like, "We're gonna have this." And I'd be like, "Okay." And then Wednesday, and then Thursday, <laughs> like I would make her go through like all the meals we were gonna have in the future because I just wanted to know what the din- dinners were gonna look like. I oh, I might cut this out. Uh, we had a stepmom who's not my stepmom anymore, and me and my brother were kind of mean to her as young boys, <laughs> and. She would plan meals, and then we'd be like, this fucking monster planning this. Like, she'd be like, Sloppy Joe's. I was like, her Sloppy Joe's fucking suck. Like, <laughs> and she'd be like, and the day after that's leftovers. I was like, she's a monster. Uh, so that's the only time I did that. Uh, probably owe her an apology at this point. Um, but uh, no, we wouldn't do that with my mom. Uh, uh, but okay, that's that's all the lab stuff. Yay. Yay, lab stuff! Skyler stuff! Skyler stuff! Uh, uh, yes. So, Skyler woke up. Skyler woke up. We love to see it. Glad she's here for another day. She got out of bed and she went to answer the door. You know who was there? Uh, a sentient telephone. Yes, it was on the phone, lady, <laughs> not on the phone. <laughs> True, yeah. She is a phone at this point. Look at her go. <laughs> Um, and she was like, hey, uh, lovely to see you. I have errands to do, and here are some bills. Then why don't you give us more money? That's that. Uh, and it kind of felt like, well, you could at least come in and, like, drink a cup of coffee with your sister. She's got to (laughs) be making sure your husband can walk again. What the fuck? And she also was like, hey, yo, your husband's car is here. Did, were you both laying some pipe? Yeah, were you guys fucking just a second ago? yeah. But you guys uh, taking some WWE lessons and uh, practicing your pile driver? (laughs) Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, Skylar's very much like, what? Stop it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But she's for real like, "Uh, no, I did not get laid last night. I don't appreciate the implication because I wish I would have gotten laid. I'm so horny, she says. Uh And she grinds her teeth into a dust right Uh in front of her own sister. Um, and then after, uh, Marie leaves, smoking lady then goes and moves the car several blocks away because she doesn't want her son, who's listening to rap music very loudly, as the teens yep. do, to know yep, it's hip. about them fucking, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yeah, he would have come out, first thing he said would be like, hey, you guys lay in pipe? <laughs> and, uh, they had to explain that. Um, and next we get... The first appearance of one, Huel Babadoo. That was the very first time we see him? Very first time we see him. What an entrance. What an entrance. So that's fun to think about where it's like Huel in Break Better Call Saul is, you know, skinny, skinny and exists. <laughs> and then he's gone for a lot of the, for three whole seasons. I don't know, you know, where the Better Call Saul will end. 
And then in that uh-huh. time, he's like, well, I just was a professional eater for a year and I gained 200 <laughs> yeah. pounds. Yeah, I don't. It, I, I mean, in Better Call Saul, he's not like his bodyguard yet. OK, uh, so I don't know if that'll happen or if he just became the bodyguard here. But uh, I mean, we'll get to it someday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some guys uh, trying to get into Saul's office and he was being heel about it. Go. We're closed. Yeah, we're closed. Uh, it seemed like he was staring at the the lady. I don't know her name. Francesca. Francesca. Like he wanted to ask her out on a date. That's the vibes I got there. Well, he should have shown courage and done so. Uh, asking coworkers out on a date is never a bad idea. It's always fine. Always do it. Um, and always do it often to multiple people. At the same time? Yep. Ask everyone out on a date. In your office? In your office. It seems like it couldn't uh, go wrong. It's a home run. It's a good way to get a wife or a husband. And to keep your job, too. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, I didn't even put my heart into that bit. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's... Uh, sorry, I want to celebrate! Okay, all right. Uh, let's, let's get through Death it. The Death Star is destroyed! Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, we'll we'll do this quickly so then you can go in out partying. I wanted to have some mimosas by myself anyway, so it'll be fine. Well, we see Saul's little butt we next. D- well, not with, with pants on. Yeah, we do. He's he's paranoid about something. I don't know what he thinks is hidden in his... A bug, I guess, huh? A bug. A bug. Uh, yeah. Because uh, uh, Skylar's trying to call him and find out where her husband is. And... Oh, excuse me, Skylar gets a hold of him finally. He talks to her on a payphone outside of the airport or some shit. And um, and he's like, uh, he'll show up at some point. And she says, well, what about the meth stuff? And then, you know, uh, Saul's like, oh, what are you? Wow, you're being a real chatty Kathy today. I can't Whoa, you're breaking up there. Did not hear that <laughs> specifically. Did not hear the words you just said. And I love he's holding the phone with a handkerchief. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very fun. Good stuff. Wonderful work, Vince. <laughs> uh, and then he says, hey, Huel, you got a passport? Fun. Yes. Fun lines. Yes, fun uh, fun character, fun line. Fun comedy time. abounds outside of the lab. Inside the lab is very serious. But comedy, but yeah. So then, out, so go ahead. We're in fun land. Yes. So then we know that Skylar heads over to Walt's condo, and it's locked mm-hmm. and she can't get in. And so she calls a locksmith. And uh, the locksmith is like, I cannot help you get in here. It's the law. And she makes up a fantastic story about getting her purse cut off of her. She has no ID, nothing to prove that she's, you know, X, Y, or Z. She needs to get in. And when the guy's Mm -hmm. like, I can wait for you to show, I can take you back to my place so you can, you know, file a police report. She starts to, you know, the baby starts crying. She starts to have a panic attack. Eventually the guy lets her in. And uh, yeah. that's that's kind well, of that. Correct you one thing. She didn't call a locksmith. She called Adam. Yeah. What? His name was Adam. His big name, big dumb name tag said. Oh, Adam. did it? I didn't <laughs> see it. I'm did sorry. <laughs> it said at just Adam. It didn't say hello. My name is. It just said Adam. A D A M. Big letters. Right on. I. Uh, that's my name. Adam. It's fun to see it in the wild. <laughs> it's a pretty common name, Adam. Not. All the time. <laughs> I don't know. True. True. But, you know, we like we like seeing ourselves. That's true. Just out and about. I guess in, Adam, I have a yeah, name sorry. that's the same name as any other, as a famous person. And so I'm just so used to having, like, my name out there and not really know what the deal is. Also, I was having this conversation with someone recently. It seems like boys really like it when you say their names. But for me, if somebody says my name, I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble. Like, that's my gut oh, really? feeling. But it seems like if, like, when, a girl were to be like, Adam, you'd be like, yes, what, what do you need? Like, boys seem... When I refer to you, I call you Meg. But when I say your name to you, I usually say Margaret, which is fun because it's not your name. That's true. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I like all the Adam celebrities. You got your Sandlers, your Scots, uh, Adam Scott from Parks and Rec. Sure, yes, yes, yes. You're, uh, I was trying to think of other best, Adams. Not the best Baldwin, but a Baldwin. Uh-huh, I don't even um, know. Is there an Adam Baldwin? I really don't think there is. Wait. All right. This I will look up. Uh, there's an Adam Baldwin. Oh, boy. What do I know, man? 
I think he actually might be like the Trump Baldwin. I I don't uh, know what that means. He's a re-examined his liberal views. Uh, he's uh, he endorsed Ted Cruz in 2016. Okay, so not the best ad, <laughs> but uh, is there any other celebrity famous Adams? I I can't think of any. I think it's just those two. Adam. There's Adam Smith. I made out um, with an Adam Smith once. Did you? Yeah, in eighth job. grade. I was yeah. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's the best one. Yeah, sure. Is it Adam Driver, or am I just retconning that into my name? Isn't that isn't that Darth Vader's uh, grandson? Yeah, Adam Driver. Oh, he's like the most famous Adam right now. Not more famous than Adam Sandler. Like in this moment, I no no close. never more famous than Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's on the way out. No one likes him anymore. That's true. He makes those shitty Netflix movies, which <laughs> are kind of fun to watch on a Saturday afternoon. I haven't watched Tubi Halloween. Did you watch that one? No, I've actually only seen the Ridiculous Six, and it wasn't very good. Oh man, the, he was his production company did one uh, with David Spade called The Wrong Missy or something like this. Mm-hmm. And it was very bad. <laughs> well, Adam Driver, in the meantime, was busy doing, oh, I don't know, A Marriage Story, <laughs> Black Klansman, Inside Lewin Davis, Francis Ha, Lincoln. Okay, you win. It's a good, okay, you're, it's, we're all Team Driver now. <laughs> and a little. And then he, uh, you know, he got drafted. And he into the didn't war? dodge the draft. What? Into the Star Wars, Meg. <laughs> he got drafted into the Star Wars. We used to talk about Star Wars every week on this podcast. That's true. It's been a while. We also used to talk about Lauren Scharf a lot on this podcast, LL Cool Scharf. Uh, we'll have her as a guest soon. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we need to. It's, it's about, to be, about to be sweep season. We got to get the gotta, heavy hitters. Uh, boost the ratings. <laughs> Um, oh, he's also been nominated for a Tony. Good Lord. What a man. I didn't know he and could he was, sing. Um, God, I've never seen his Marine photo. He does. He has giant ears. He was a Marine? Yeah, he, I knew that. Okay. Uh, in the U.S. Marines, not any of the other ones. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. that it was a different type of Marine. Yeah, they got Marines elsewhere, right? I don't think so. They have. Do they not? They don't have French Marines. I think they have the French Foreign Legion. Dutch Marines. Dutch Dutch Marines. I don't know. Uh, wheels really coming off the bus at the end of this episode. <laughs> you're so excited to get out of town, and you can't because you're excited. talking about Adam Listen, Driver too much. <laughs> my butthole has been clenched for four years, listener. Four years of a little puckered asshole. You know, uh, that's that's just like we. Our entire friendship has built itself in the whole Trump administration. And I don't know what, will we, will we thrive even more so as friends outside of a Trump administration? Who knows? I've never known you outside of a Trump administration. Well, you have, but we weren't friends then. Oh, true. But we weren't friends. It didn't thrive at all. (laughs) So, uh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, shit. (laughs) Anyway, uh, he hangs up the cell phone. Uh, oh yeah, she's in the apartment now. Great. Um, She's she looking for eye. clues and she can't find yeah. any, right? She finds a bunch of clues, yeah. Or she can't find any clues oh, except for, for a glass eye. An eye. So that's, you're telling me that I've already seen the most gruesome theme, but we know that he somehow becomes owner of a glass eye, which makes me think there's probably something else gross at least that happens. Um, um, all I'll say is you've seen the most gruesome thing. <laughs> okay, fair. That's all I'll say. But there You've seen the most gruesome thing. Shades things. of less gruesomeness. Yeah, you know. I I don't I don't know I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I... All right. So then we've got uh she's like, "Okay, girl, last I guess I'll go back to my house, right?" There there was really Uh, uh well, then we get Marie and Hank. Oh, yes. Check in. So and it's pretty dark. Yeah, um we get Hank who is like, "I'm going to just buy an, an amethyst." I need more minerals. <laughs> he was buying an amethyst for five bucks, like a big honking yeah. chunk of it, which was a good price. And um, my, as a well, was, as a mom, I think he was bidding. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's he was trying to drive up that price, baby. Well, as a mom of a son who likes you know crystals a lot, 
that was a uh-huh. good starting price for that big of a chunk of amethyst. Was it? Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, or at least I don't know what 2008 prices were like on that shit, but. Um, and then uh, he's, she's like, I heard you did really well today. And he's like, I did not that great because I shit my pants a little and I only went like a half a step farther than the day before, which, you know, I would feel anytime I can do like one more rep after lifting weights than I could the last time, I'm like, oh, I'm making progress. So I, you'd think he'd be a little yeah. bit happy with himself, but he's just a grumpy Gus. He's a grumpy Gus. Yes. Um, he's a, a, I can't think of an H term for him uh hurt hank, a hangry uh, hank i don't know hangry hank sure he's a hangry hank. <laughs> uh, he's got his arms arms crossed like a little pouty baby and then he's like i gotta i gotta poop yeah he's like please help me poop. Got, <laughs> please help me poop please help me poop right now because i'm mad but i need your help to poop <laughs> and so marie yeah. very you know with a very chipper attitude goes and gets his little shit pan and helps him shit and uh it's like, and then lay, and says in her head, "I'm gonna steal some shit." Like, is it, I, what is it? What like after? Is it the next episode where he's like, "Marie, uh, two, two. Marie"? <laughs> next, yeah. So that one. would definitely drive me to like do something extravagant, whether it's like mm-hmm. not extravagant, but like whether I'm like secret eating fast food in my car or something. Like I would, I, yeah. like it seems like she's been under the gun for a little bit now, so I could understand why she's like, "I gotta do something," you know for sure um and then we don't actually hear him poop and i'm mad about that (laughs) we we talk a little bit today in the chat about we kind of spent a lot of time with hank shitting and Mm -hmm. uh you know they really never give just you you never get the sense that he ever has actually finished a shit because they always pull away from it you know Mm -hmm. that's yeah because he shits this is the second on-camera shit yeah from hank who knows if there will be more? I, I certainly don't remember. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. And then uh, then a bunch of lab stuff. Uh, I think next is just uh, Walt shows up at the house. Yeah, and he's in his Kenny Rogers teacher. And he's like, where the fuck mm-hmm. is my car? And then Marie, I'm sorry, Skylar comes out and says, oh, I moved the car because I didn't want Junior, you know, asking questions again. And he goes, oh, smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> then she goes, okay, well, it's a few blocks that way. And he just sets off, you know, to go get his car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh, I like this episode. Which it's what, what, what say you? B plus. B plus. All right. It's the first time since near the beginning where I hard disagree. I get it. I get it. But here's the thing. You're asking me my opinion. I didn't find any of this to be that wild of a romp because a man gets his throat slit open and I think it's a romp. (laughs) I, I, to me, it's a romp. It's, it's self-contained. It is self-contained. It's a little, a little bit of like a, yeah, like I said, it's got a little bit of a one act play vibe besides the Skylar stuff. Uh, we get to see Skylar play pretensies with, that uh, was fun. I like, I always like watching Skylar. I do. I will admit to that. I like, I like a Skylar episode. We get to see, See Bob Odenkirk on his hands and knees. That's fun. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm glad you enjoyed no, you it. Keep your, this is just me. Uh, uh, where do you think The Ringer lists this episode? 34. Number five. Really? Number five? five? Best episode of all time. Well, it's kind of a gimmicky one, so I understand why they would do that, because they pull off a bottle episode, and that's kind of great. Be- yeah. It's the best ranked season four episode except for the finale face-off which they put at number three okay um so let's talk some heroes uh these are the people who don't have a lot to say but they say a lot with what they have to say that was wonderful Uh, what you just did there thank you (laughs) uh first off we got john lawler who plays Locksmith. I was thinking Adam, the locksmith. His name's Adam. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. His picture on Wikipedia is him from many years ago. Does he, is he a babe? Kind of. <laughs> uh, look him up later. John Lawler. Uh, he's known for Wyatt Earp in 1994, Highlander 1986. Like Breaking Bad's not even in his like known fours. Wow. Like the, was this might be an IMDb mistake? Cause this does not look like. But 
2011, there he is, Breaking Bad Locksmith. He got a co-star. And now he's, on, <laughs> now he's in some miniseries called Godless, or was in 2017. Wow. All right, right on. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Wow. First billing, 1975. Okay. All right. So 45 well, years ago, he got into it, and who knows what he's doing now. He got some ups and downs. He got some regular parts on shows. Then later on, your locksmith. You know what you're doing. <laughs> he owns a house based on his acting career. So good for good him. Good for him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Next is the guy. We're going to credit him as neighbor. Um, and I don't know if you actually see his face. But the one who's on the phone with the police... At Gail's house. You do see his face, for sure. Do you? Okay. In the beginning. John yeah. Barbour. So he spells his name the British way, B-R-B-O-U-R. Oh, B-R-B? B-A-R, sorry. B-A-R-B-O-U-R. Oh. <laughs> so it's it's Barber, but the British pronunciation. Ah. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's a writer, mostly. All right. Wow. He's written, for, oh, well, not a lot. He wrote for... Oh, no, no, no. He's got a writing credits and some documentaries. That's not really... He must just help with that. This is actually his last... Wow. I don't know what this guy does. He has a lot of credits, but they're all weird. <laughs> this is his most recent acting credit. Before that was something called Laugh-In, a TV series in 1977. It's a very a other... famous TV series, yeah. yeah. And then a bunch of other shows from 1970, like the 70s. He's the producer. Then he appears as himself. Oh, he must be a comedian. He's in a bunch of stuff called like uh on stage america and real p in the gong show and the dean martin show yeah sounds like so, he was a comedian or some type of performer in the 70s yeah. yeah oh and then he has a photo from the 70s where he's in a suit really mugging for the camera okay <laughs> that's fun and then does the server at denny's speak because she's billed uh maybe she just says like here you are or something like that uh, well, her name is Victoria Altman, and this is the only thing she's ever done. Okay, right on. Maybe she was a real server, too. Who knows? She's probably a real server. You were at Denny's. Uh, you seem great. <laughs> Come on this podcast. Tell us what it was like. I hope you're listening. Uh, that's it from us. That's a wrap on season two. All right. I, breaking backwards. I can tell you're chopping at the bit to go out and celebrate in the big mean streets in New York City. So, But I also want to celebrate... We finished two seasons this year. Yeah, we did. Do you know what's crazy? Hmm. Season three of Breaking Backwards will be season three of Breaking Bad. It's the only time that'll happen. Oh, that's so true. Oh, that's fun. We're meeting in the middle. Yeah, that's cute. Very cute. <laughs> All right. All right. Sure. So. Until next time. A mighty fine Heisenberg. Yeah. Fair listeners. Fair listeners.